Hi everyone, welcome to Publications with the Blue Marble Space Institute of Science. I'm Jacob Huck-Misra and I'm here with Seth Baum, one of our research scientists as well as the director of the Global Catastrophic Risk Institute. Seth, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Jacob. So we are here to talk about uh, a recent paper that you were lead author on. It was published in Environment Systems and Decisions, um, I believe this month. And the title is Double Catastrophe, Intermittent Stratospheric Geoengineering Induced by Societal Collapse. Uh, so first of all, maybe you could just tell us a little bit about geoengineering and when we might need such a thing. Sure. Thanks, Jacob. And thanks for having me. So geoengineering is the intentional manipulation of the global environment. And it's something that we might do to try offsetting the unintentional manipulations we've been doing. So, for example, climate change is unintentional. When we put the greenhouse gases into the atmosphere, we're not doing it because we want to cause climate change. Uh, and so because of that, we could potentially engineer lower temperatures, for example, by putting particles up into the atmosphere which would then block some incoming sunlight. And with less sunlight coming down to the surface, temperatures would be lower. That's one example of geoengineering. Okay. So it's sort of a way to, to combat climate change. And in the paper now, you use this idea of geoengineering and sort of frame it as what happens if some big catastrophe occurs during geoengineering. So maybe you could first tell us a little bit about what a global catastrophic risk is. Sure. A global catastrophic risk is a risk of an event that would significantly harm civilization at the global scale or, in the worst case, even cause human extinction. So, for example, a, a major pandemic disease outbreak or a nuclear war, especially a nuclear war between the United States and Russia, because we're the two countries with the most nuclear weapons by far. If uh, that sort of catastrophe happens, and uh, that would be really a catastrophe for the whole planet. Likewise, climate change could also um, gradually pose a global catastrophe as uh, temperatures uh, increase and as as the um, the impacts of the the temperature increase get start to get really bad. Okay, and so are those perhaps the most likely catastrophes that would occur? Yeah, well. When we say most likely, it's important to uh, know this, it's most likely within a certain period of time, right? So I would say a pandemic would be the most likely global catastrophe to occur this year. But over longer time scales, then other things like uh, climate change start to become really important. I see. Um, so then maybe you could describe what you mean by this double catastrophe scenario that you describe in the paper. Sure. So it may well be possible to uh, lower temperatures through the geoengineering of putting particles up into the atmosphere. Uh, however, if we start putting the particles up there and then we stop putting them up, then particles will start to fall out and temperatures will then rapidly increase back to wherever they would have been without the particles up there, without the geoengineering. And that really rapid temperature increase would be very damaging for society. And now this is, this is all pretty well known in the literature. What our new paper does is first notes that because the rapid temperature increase would be so damaging, we have a really strong incentive to not stop putting particles up. We'd be kind of fools to inflict that rapid temperature increase on ourselves. 
However, if some other catastrophe, maybe a pandemic or a war or something like that, occurs that prevents us from being able to continue putting particles up into the atmosphere, then we would get that rapid temperature increase, and it would hit a population that's already vulnerable from that first catastrophe. So that initial catastrophe that then causes us to stop putting the geoengineering particles up into the atmosphere, followed by the rapid temperature increase, that's the double catastrophe. Okay, so you start geoengineering, and then some big catastrophe prevents that, and you get even worse warming than you might have gotten otherwise. So so how harmful could this be? I mean, it might make things, you would get a more rapid period of warming. I could imagine there'd be some damage to agriculture, but I mean, how bad could this really get? Well, it depends on a few things. First, it depends on how damaging that initial catastrophe is. If it's something that leaves humanity in, in a, a really difficult spot and is just kind of struggling to survive in any, in any form, then that's already a really big harm right there. It also depends on how rapid the temperature increase would be. And how rapid it would be, that depends on how much greenhouse gases we put up in the atmosphere. The more greenhouse gases there are up there, then the faster and larger that temperature increase is going to be after we stop putting the particles up. And then finally, it depends on how effectively we are able to adapt to that rapid temperature increase. And that last one is, is fairly uncertain. I'm especially worried about agriculture. And a lot of the uh, crops that we depend on can be fairly sensitive to the growing conditions. And if you have a really rapid temperature increase, that could really disrupt our, our agriculture. And of course, if you have no food, then you can't survive. And so while there's a lot of uncertainty here, at this time, I can't even rule out the possibility that the double catastrophe could cause human extinction, which is probably about as harmful as it could be. Yeah, I certainly agree with that. What are sort of the recommendations or punchlines from the paper, and what are the next steps on, on, on where to go from here? So first and foremost, reduce greenhouse gas emissions. And that does two things. First, the less greenhouse gases are up in the atmosphere, the less climate change we'll have, and the less we will feel compelled to try geoengineering in the first place. And second, if we do try it, and then the double catastrophe occurs, whatever temperature increase follows from that will be less rapid, less severe. And so we really need to reduce emissions to help out with that. Uh, second, we got to try and prevent these other catastrophes. And that's one of the biggest points of the paper is that when we think about things like climate change and geoengineering, we need to not think about those in isolation from other types of catastrophes, that they're all connected to each other, and we need to get them all in our minds at the same time. And then there are a few other conclusions. we got to try, if we're going to do the geoengineering, we should design it to, so that it stays in place if there is another catastrophe. And then uh, finally, it's kind of dark and grim, but if there is this double catastrophe occurring, we got to figure out how to survive it and how to rebuild civilization so that it doesn't knock us out entirely. Yeah, that's certainly a big challenge. Um, it was a fascinating conversation. Is there anything you'd like to add uh, in closing, Seth? Sure. I mean, again, the, the biggest take-home message here is that 
uh, when we're looking at global catastrophes, it's really important to look at multiple catastrophes all at the same time. The, the tendency that, that we might see sometimes to say, okay, here's climate change, that's one issue. Here's uh, pandemics, that's a, a separate issue. No, they're not really separate issues. And so what we really need is to study them all together to figure out the, the full set of risks that, uh, that humanity is facing. And imagine that's one of the key goals of the Global Catastrophic Risk Institute. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, Seth, thanks for joining us. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. <laughs>